All right. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you for coming in. Welcome back, guys. Again. It's Leslie. And Jen. Yay. The boss ass bitches. Coming back at come coming back at it for episode six. Uh, seven. Seven. What the <laughs> heck? Are you serious? Lucky number seven, dude. Oh. Yep. I that's know. That's awesome. I know. We stuck we're sticking with it. Yeah. That's awesome. This is like the most consistent I've been with something. Uh, for me lately too wow i like it It gives me purpose a little bit yeah it's it's just such a nice break sometimes Mm -hmm. for me you know you say it's like therapy yeah it really is therapeutic for me too yeah for sure because i feel like okay sure i could go and clean my house or but fuck that let's go (laughs) i gotta go to la right now sorry (laughs) let's go do our podcast (laughs) (laughs) it's on the agenda yeah well you know what because if we don't schedule it like or look at it like this is i don't want to say like a job because you can't i can't hear you either i mean it's recording us yeah so we're good okay um but i think like treating it like a like a job Mm -hmm. um but a job that we like to do and want to do, not like a job that we hate going to, like right. a job we like to do, it keeps us accountable and be like, no, well, I can't, I can't make plans because I have work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like you don't make, yeah. You don't make plans during a certain time. Right. Are you, and so now you feel like this is like that too? Yes. And like this has to be prioritized over like dinky plans like obviously if it's something important a wedding or a birthday you know or we can reschedule of course but like prioritizing and actually rescheduling i think that's yeah um and i'm talking mostly to myself (laughs) because jennifer does not have a problem with keeping to a schedule with this with this one but um I do have, yeah, I think I think uh, keeping to schedules or just keeping consistent with anything mm-hmm. is definitely a challenge for me. Yes, like being on time. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You're okay, the- that's one thing I do do to you is just like come Saturdays, but I'm like, I'm going to be there at noon and it's like two o'clock, three o'clock. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just leaving. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I've, and I've come to um, know that, <laughs> if you will. And it's fine because like... If I had something to do, then I would tell you that. And I think you would respect the time boundaries then. Absolutely. If I were to say like, okay, but I have to, I have a hard stop at four o'clock. So if you get here at three and we're not going to have enough time, you know, to right. set up, record, do everything. So I'll plan accordingly. Yes. So it's just a matter. But lately, uh, I don't have shit to do. So it works out perfectly. <laughs> you it can just works out that come way. Come on over whenever. So I'm just doing little videos for the uh for the for the gram for the the gram no i'm not showing my face because i ain't got no damn makeup on all i did was john my eyebrows we should do we should start doing um filming it like just because i think people maybe they don't know who which one of us is yeah, somebody said that to me on Instagram, actually. They wanted to know who was who. Who was who, yeah. Like, which voice belongs to which face in that picture. Right. So, but there's I, some, there's some, we got some fun stuff coming for you guys. So, definitely plan on some video podcasts. Stay consistent we'll, with us, too. Yeah, stay consistent <laughs> with us. We promise it'll, it, it's going to get better. We're only going to improve. So, if you have any feedback, like, hit us up. Let us know. We definitely want to... 
Oh, um, yeah, keep totally. doing this and and make it fun for, for you know make it fun for us but fun for people listening too obviously obviously yeah we don't want to just yeah if you guys have suggestions i'm totally open to suggestions for something you'd like to see in, in an episode or here or whatever yeah whatever. i'm not totally um open for even constructive criticism you constructive know? criticism constructive. Might be nice because i'm very sensitive yeah you can talk to me though yeah let jen know because leslie will get defensive Aww. well i get defensive too i get defensive too but yeah. i think that's just a trauma response just, yeah i know <laughs> yeah i know me too same here like don't but no yes of course just be nice please yeah yeah <laughs> if you can't say something nice don't say anything at all there you go <laughs> yeah so. constructive criticism for sure we're definitely open. open to that i'm open my beer oh she's gonna open hers <laughs> and I'm going to pour mine because I couldn't wait and I already started opening mine. Oh my gosh. So it's going to sound like we're peeing, but we're not. We're pouring our beer into oh. our michelada cups. So last week. Oh, oh, oh it's happening. It's happening again. It's spilling here. Oh, oh shit. It. Get it. I made a mask, guys. That's what happened last week. This when is I why said, we so need to record so people can see our silly little. I know. They know what we're talking about because I said, suck off the top. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went, oh. Because both of our <clears throat> beers overflowed. Overflowed because it's got the salt in it. You know, it bubbles up, up, up and out. So I'm just trying to chug it a little bit. <sighs> Ooh, salty. And I noticed I kept smacking my lips. I kept smacking. Well, because we have a lot of salt on them, so we're like. <laughs> <laughs> I kept smacking my lips, and, and I sounded like That's I was either just, like, like I was popping my gums or something. Oh, yeah. like, it's weird because some people really, they either like the ASMR and like people like the way they talk and them. Can't stand that shit. Yeah, yeah. Some people Sorry. love it, and some people can't stand it. It's so I interesting. It's it. like one or the you either you either enjoy it or you my daughter make your loves skin it. crawl. My daughter loves to watch videos like that right before she goes to bed, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, like it's like grating my neck. Like I just really that's so interesting because I don't it. I don't mind it. No. I, I don't listen to it at to go to bed, but I can certainly like appreciate. Like a 30-second TikTok of somebody, like... I can do 30 seconds. Doing that, you know? I don't think I could take a whole night trying to fall asleep to that. Yeah. No. That's not... It's not soothing to me at all. Sorry, guys. Big chugs. Oh, man. But that beer is... Nice and cold? Oh, yeah. Okay. Perfect Um, perfect for this Saturday afternoon. Oh, it's a beautiful day. Last week, and I think, too, was also very nice. Yes, it was. And we're keeping... The weather's being consistent with us. It's like yesterday and Thursday was pretty gloomy. It was raining. I don't know if it was raining out where you were at. I'm sure it was. If it's raining here, it's for sure raining where you're at. Mm -hmm. Um, It was raining. It was cold. It was gloomy. Um, But today it's like 75 degrees. There's like a little breeze in the air. The sun is out. The birds are chirping. My grass, cats are. The grasshoppers are hopping. The grasshoppers are hopping. The grasshoppers are grasshopping. Yeah. It's so yeah. So it's a lovely day. So we're super happy about yeah, that. Yeah. I feel. It's, it's springtime now. I know. It's almost summertime in the LBC. Ooh. That is my. Remember that song? Oh my God! That's like one of my. I know. Favorite. I know. Throwbacks. What song do you have comes on the radio that you're like, okay, it's officially summertime? That one, mm-hmm. um, pretty much any like DJ Quick song. Really? Yeah, that's like. Um, you got yours, I got mine. Yeah, um, pitching on a party. You know that's that one. Um, 
Definitely the summertime in the LBC. Right. And then... How about summertime by... Um, Will Smith? Will Smith. Yeah, that's what's... Fresh a, Prince or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a classic one, too. What about summertime by um, Sublime? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That one, too, huh? Oh, oh music. <laughs> oh, I love the 90s. Are you going to go? No. To Cool World? Decided no? No, yeah. Okay. I can't... I can't. It is what it is. I can't fit it into my schedule this yeah. year, but but I'm going to. We're going to in May is the cure. The cure, yay! Mm-hmm. And then in December is Depeche Mode, which oh is, obviously that's very far away. But maybe we can find. Um, Who went? One of your brothers went to the one right. Just the show they just had right in March. Yeah, they both went. They both went. Mm-hmm. Of course they did, punks. Yeah, they went just to that kidding. one because when Lucky the tickets ducks. went on sale, they I don't know what happened. I, I oh I think because when the tickets the tickets went on sale for Depeche Mode around the same time Smashing Pumpkins went, oh. and I've seen Depeche Mode, but I hadn't seen Smashing Pumpkins, so I opted for that one. I couldn't do both. Right. Um. I went to that one. Yeah. You went to Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah. The um, one with James Addiction in Hollywood Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was freezing. I really don't care for that venue. No. Acoustically, it sounds great. Yeah. It was cold. But it was cold as fuck. Yeah. And not comfortable. And it's just, you can't see anything. No. You can't see. It's just. If I could have gotten closer tickets, like I bought, was online for the tickets for the cure, mm-hmm. and like it wasn't working. So I thought I was I was having such a hard time trying to get the tickets on. I think it was on my phone because oh, it says yeah. on the on the website it's faster and better if you do it on the phone. On the app, yeah. And of course not. And then you talk to someone. I was talking Every, to a yeah. friend, and he's like, "No, it's better uh, on the website." And I'm like, "Oh, motherfucker!" Yeah, you can. But the tickets were so cheap. Compared to like other places I've oh, been, oh yeah, um, I was I should have got closer tickets, but oh. I ended up getting <sighs> tickets pretty far away. But I don't really give a fuck. I just want to be there. Honestly, yeah. I cried when I first saw Morrissey. I know I'm gonna cry when I, I see, see the Cure. The Cure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm, I'm excited. I'm already kind of like <laughs> getting all choked up. I know it's coming up so soon. I'm so I know. excited. Yeah, it's next month. I know. What, what day is it? The twenty third. Okay. It's like a Thursday, I think, or a oh Wednesday. yeah, it's like right in the middle of the week. Middle of the week, bullshit fucking, ass. Yeah. It's day. It's alright. I'm gonna go to work the next day. Like, ooh. So mm-hmm. today's topic is, um, it's not gonna be well. Well, I don't know. We'll say it. We're gonna be talking about anxiety and mm-hmm. therapy. Um, and you know, depression and things like that. What were you gonna say? It's not gonna be what. I was going to say, it's not going to be like a lively, fun com- um, topic. Like, you know, like we might not be laughing as much as we were last week. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe we will. <laughs> so, I mean, do you do you laugh at yourself? Uh, yes. I do, too. Okay, Otherwise, so- I'll, I'll cry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I just want to hug you. You're so cute. But I laugh at myself all the time. Mostly because I'm like I think oh my god what a fucking dork I am. Like do you are you laughing at yourself because like you think you're so funny or because of something you do and then you're oh like my oh my gosh. god what a dork or like okay. oh my gosh whatever. See this is one of the things I have to work on is my ego because uh-huh. I laugh at that too. Like <laughs> yes I think I'm fucking funny. You're like <laughs> good one Jen. <laughs> I, I think I'm hilarious and maybe that's a big ego thing I don't know like overconfidence I don't know 
<laughs> but also i laugh because i think i'm a giant dork and i laugh at the shit i do mm-hmm. like there's some stuff like you ever do something embarrassing and then it like replays in your mind over and over and over does yes. that happen to you yes because oh i still God. i i still cringe at some of the things i did like 20 years ago i know that sounds fucking crazy no i understand i do that too there was i used to work at this place um i made postcards uh-huh and they had like a bulletin board way before um you know messenger was like around they had a bulletin board you can go and talk to everyone and when it was like messaging like direct messaging and sometimes you could broadcast it out to the whole company okay so sometimes people would have like magazines they had this magazine in san diego called the san diego insider i think that's what it's called Mm -hmm. and i had one and it shows all the different things going on in san diego for the week or the whatever the month whatever upcoming events and stuff Mm -hmm. but it was kind of interesting they had cool articles and then concerts coming up that shit so i happened to have one someone had put on the blast like does someone have this and his name was chris and it's spelled k-r-i-s right Mm -hmm. so (laughs) i answered him and i was like yeah i have it and i couldn't find him i kept looking for his name and then i put on the blast to the whole company like well chris christopherson please come to my cubicle and i told him where it was for the magazine Uh and (laughs) i was like what the fuck like why do you ask and then not come what the hell right who the fuck is chris christopherson do you know who chris christopherson (gasps) is Isn't he like a, a famous he, a news actor? anchor? No, he's like a famous actor or singer or some shit. Oh. And so my friend came up to me. She's like, Jen, you know who that is, right? And I'm like, what? Yeah, he's like some, some some guy that just wanted my magazine and he's not coming. She goes, no, dude. She's like, Dick, he's a fucking like famous person. The guy you're looking for is Chris Whoop-de-Whoop or whatever his last name was. And I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> I was oh so embarrassed. Gosh. I embarrassed myself in front of, like, the whole company. Oh, that's funny. And when that guy finally came to get the magazine, all he could do was laugh and smile at me. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? I still didn't catch on to oh, it. Oh, you didn't know yet. Yeah. I mean, she came and told me that's this funny. after. That's funny. But it, that, do you see how vivid in my mind? Yeah, yeah. You're, like, pretty it still detailed. Plays. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, and the embarrassment just all over again. And I just cringed. I'm like. Ugh. like i oh my god i can't believe it <laughs> yeah no I, I i but i laugh at myself because of it like oh my god i'm such a dork that and, well i mean you didn't know <laughs> <laughs> obviously obviously <laughs> i'm not yeah well, i wouldn't know like he was like some big actor in the 70s how the fuck would i, I know no, it's not like it's oh brad pitt i knew he uh, brad pitt sh- sh- brad pitt please come to my cubicle <laughs> I obviously knew his name enough to like ask for him. I don't fucking know, but I don't know why that embarrasses me so much. But that one always has. And just right now, when I was going to close the door, the back door here, and that "Murder Is the Case" was playing, and I'm like, "Murder!" <laughs> and I said it really loud, and there were people in the parking lot that like, <laughs> "They're like, what the hell?" <laughs> turned around and looked at me. Oh, that's funny. Is it recording me? It is. Okay, sorry. Oh, gotcha. Okay, sorry <clears throat> about that. It's okay. So, I mean, they turned around to look at who said murder really loud. And I was like, what is an odd thing to be singing about in the parking lot? <laughs> Thanks a lot, Snoop. <laughs> right? So I just closed the door and laughed That's at myself. That's funny. So I'm a little bit of both. I'm a little bit of, I think I'm funny because sometimes I think of funny shit. I think it's funny. 
Right. And then <laughs> I just like in my head, just like, you know, I'm in my own head and I laugh and people think, you know, like, what the fuck is she laughing at? <laughs> oh, no, it's just me. It's just me. I'm just telling myself, to just entertaining myself. <laughs> Got to keep busy. Got to keep up. Uh, <laughs> oh. It's weird. And that's why I think I'm a weirdo. But that's Well, you I are a weirdo, but like in I the best way. Like, oh, I don't think that's um, a negative comment. You know what I mean? About somebody like. Not like how before, like, you know, oh, they're weird. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm a weirdo. I don't want to be normal and average, even though I think I'm pretty normal and average. But like, I do. I think I'm like my level. Yeah. Like weirdo. Weirdo. Okay, good. Yay. And I think that's awesome. So it makes you you. It makes me me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so thinking about like. Going back, like you said, 20 years this happened ago, or 20, 20 mm-hmm. years, this, 20 years ago this happened, um, and you're still, it's still very vivid and fresh in your mind, it still bothers you, um, and that's part of, like, my anxiety, too, like, I do something, and I dwell on it, and dwell on it, and dwell on it, and, you know, like, if I even things I cannot change, I mm-hmm. think about them and and I know like logically it's like you you there's nothing else you can do. You did everything you could. Um that that's it. Get over it. Mm-hmm. But I can't but in some some instances I just can't, you know, like I think too much and then I get in my head and I I just walk around with this big ball of tension in my chest and my stomach and and I'm walking around trying to, Man. you know, I just mm. feel so foggy in my brain because I'm like, You're my, yeah, my mind is not present. It's back at wherever that incident happened was that yeah. I'm like, um, like, okay, for example, at work, <clears throat> one of my installers installed something incorrectly mm-hmm. and it wasn't necessarily his fault. Um, because it was my fault. I take a hundred percent accountability, but I didn't think it was a big deal because it still, everything fit. It worked out. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Right. Well, lo and behold, the client wanted it installed the, uh, the other way for a specific reason, you know, whatever it was. And they, she had to call me and tell me and was obviously like pissed off. Like, Hey, what the heck? Like, I thought we discussed that we were going to do it this way. And, um, it was just really scary because I was like one of my first big like fuck ups. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so now I have to eat the cost of ordering more material yeah. because we can't just use the same material. Unfortunately, um, I have to talk to the contractor. I have to talk to my installer. I have to, you know, all these things have to happen and it was my whole day. I was crying the whole day mm. because I was so nervous. I yeah. hated having to, I don't like confrontation. And right. it was like just one confrontation after the other. And I was like, I had to reach out and I had to call people to explain to whatever, like make shit right. Yeah. Um, and it was just, I, I was like shaking like a leaf. I couldn't eat. I couldn't think straight. I couldn't, I, I, it was, just, it was awful. Yeah. And I, I cannot, something needs to happen. Like I need to go to therapy or something because the things like this, it wasn't the end of the world. Looking back, 
Okay. Everybody was fine. They thanked me for making sure, you know, I did, you know, corrected it, it, responded. Mm -hmm. I was on top of it. Everybody was like really happy about the end result. Everything was fine. Nobody fucking died. Yeah. You know, but in those moments, I feel like the world's crushing me and I can't get out of it. Oh, I I totally can relate to Mm -hmm. the feeling, not to the pressure of that that sit that exact that situation. situation right but you know you have to learn to forgive yourself and i've noticed that i have been teaching myself this because yeah you're you're only human babe you're right. gonna make mistakes this is not gonna be the first one <laughs> that's, that's and, what terrifies me <laughs> yeah i know and i hate yeah. to be like the bearer of bad news <laughs> But like, it's sh- shit's I, gonna get worse. No, <laughs> no I, I didn't know. say worse. No, I just I said it might. You might. You're gonna. There's gonna be mistakes that are happening again. Yeah. You have to take what's the good out of it, right? And that is like people used to tell me, um, just because of like the life I kind of had growing up mm-hmm. and some of the challenges that were faced to me when I was younger. You gotta look at the good of it, and I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Right. Yeah. What is good about any of that? And I was seriously, and so that was a trauma response, right? Mm-hmm. Like my attitude can be, like my mouth can be, like like when I get upset and I say things, that's like a trauma response. Yeah, and I think it's that's valid yeah. too because that person has no idea, right? What you're going through, but yes. But what I'm saying is they were not wrong either when they right. would tell me yep. you gotta look at the good in it. So. In your situation, like, you can look at the good as, okay. It was a learning experience, Learning experience. When the, you know, customer wants something, even if it don't make sense to you, you got to do what the customer wants, right? Yep. Um, And just know that when there is another mistake, that the light at the end of the tunnel is it's going to get fixed. Yeah. Right? And and that it isn't the end of the world. Like, there isn't, like... Yeah. Nobody's going to perish because right. <laughs> the, a, a piece of carpet got installed incorrectly. But you know yeah. what? It doesn't take away. Your feelings are still valid, though. Yes. The, the feeling, I totally understand that feeling you got where all your thoughts are focused on, you know, that incident mm-hmm. and how you're going to get out of it and that feeling in your chest that feeling in your stomach. Yeah. I get bubbly guts. I mean, I get yeah. foggy headed. I crawl into like I seriously notice um my behaviors like now rather than when I was doing them. Mm-hmm. I was um seeking for validation in all the wrong places. Oh yeah. And I would, you know, looking for fun and peace and distractions when I should have mm-hmm. just kind of been dealing with the issue. Well, it's a lot easier to distract yourself oh, than to face yes. the issue. Oh, definitely. I mean, but eventually you're going to have to it, face yeah. the issue. And it's, and in the longer you wait, well, the, the, I could say we've seen. Okay, you finish it. You're no, no, say. no. I was gonna say like, the longer you wait, the harder it is. Or mm-hmm. you know, the the more 
Because it get it grows, right? It, it doesn't go away. Yeah. In fact, it probably gets worse. I can, I'm not going to mention names, but I have examples of people in my life who have held, who have had serious traumatic experiences, mm-hmm. um, like like being hurt as a kid in like the worst ways, right? And never went to therapy, and never went and got that kind of dealt with, and in this particular person in my life just turned all that angst into a self-destructive pattern um or and then self you know and then kind of imploded a little bit and exploded uh, on various occasions where it affected her family Mm -hmm. and it affected her kids and her marriage and you know, um, well, yeah, it's damaging it's internally, damaged, right. but it also it bleeds out, yeah, to everybody else too. So it's like <clears throat> that person's suffering, and no, it's nobody's fault except somebody else's, right? But it if you don't do anything about it, if you don't address it, if you don't you know do the work by going to therapy, by you know what I mean, and I, yeah, acknowledging it, facing it, um, mm. it bleeds out, and then it affects. Everybody. Everything. It can affect your kids. It can affect your marriage. It can affect your, your job, work. Your yes. work. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. And then and it's... That's, what, that's the part about it. You know, <clears throat> though, Leslie, is, is like, it's work. Yeah, it is. It is. And it, that's part... I think that part is like, oh, people don't want to do it. Yeah. Because, yeah, you have to dedicate time you have to dedicate energy and unfortunately nope. in this stupid ass country you have to dedicate money right you know for therapy um there are free programs yeah but it's like, but it's like you have to qualify for them that's yeah, only that, for you know what mm-hmm. i mean like and the wait times are tremendous there's so much undiagnosed mental health oh yeah because nobody issues wants to in people nobody wants to talk about it and you know so that's a whole other series guys but yeah but i think it also it kind of stems from mm-hmm. anxiety um yeah and then i've with, had you've ever had a sorry go ahead no you go ahead oh no uh, just to wrap that portion up um and then by not dealing with it by not addressing it and, and trying to fix it or whatever fix yourself um that person who caused the initial hurt mm-hmm. wins. Yeah. You know, because uh, probably nothing ever happened to that person. Um, they got to live their life guilt-free because, or may, you know what, it, or maybe not, but who, who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, I feel like that person fucking won because you screwed up so much other stuff. You know, there's that Tupac song... What does he say? Something like, like if you you turn into this, you say that means that they won. Oh, I, I'll see. I, yeah, I'll, we'll have to find it. I'll find it. Um, I find, go ahead. Sorry, I find music were... so inspirational. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because sorry, I find that I find that song like when he when he when said that I was like, because like when you give up, then they win or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck that. That's right. Yeah. I Don't have give had. Up. No, and I felt like, and I, I didn't know what healing was. I thought I was strong. I thought I was strong from the things that I went through. I thought it made me stronger. Mm-hmm. But sorry, but you being an asshole does not make you look like a strong person at all. In fact, some of the kindest people I've ever known, some of the most calmest, kindest people I've ever come across or known 
have been the people that have had some real shit happen to them and then went and fixed it mm. or at least attempted to make some changes to be the difference right you know and um and to me like just because you're a fucking bitch you think that you're strong i don't think so no that's like I think a, you're, a defense mechanism that's a defense too. mechanism exactly I don't think that being a bitch to people and being an asshole and speak, you know, right. whatever makes you look like you're tough. It makes yeah. you look like the weakest person in the room. And they in think fact, they're, they, that they're being confident. They think, oh, no, I'm confident and blah, 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 blah. And I, you know, nobody's going to tell me nothing. And, but right. yeah. They, I'm sorry, but there's immense strength in letting it go in forgiveness. Yes. Uh, there's immense, I agree. immense strength in, in forgiveness. I've seen people, um, who have gone through things and have kind of took the steps in healing and have been verbally attacked and just kind of say, take it a different route and calm that person down. And even if they can't calm them down, they just remove themselves from the situation. Yeah. And honestly, I feel I admire that so much now that I like we were talking to me 20 years ago. I was a totally different kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, we were, we weren't, Totally different mindsets, yeah. totally different places, um, emotionally, you mm. know, just everything. Um, we were kids. Yeah. So it's so, normal to have those type of response. It's so like teenagers, those are my examples, young so, 20s. You know? Yeah. Like it's normal to like kind of act out and, mm-hmm. and be brash and have those defense mechanisms because you haven't learned yet. You're still suffering from your trauma. And then you have to realize like, as an adult, like, okay, I can't be blaming my parents for everything anymore. I can't blame. Exactly. I have to do the so work to do better. That. Yep. Um, and some people do that and some people don't. And then they're 40, 50, 60, 70 years old and they are insufferable. And there's, and there's really like less and less help. Uh, excuse me, not help, but less hope mm-hmm. for change because they at just a certain point deeper and more set in their so way. set in their ways yes so i <clears throat> i have forgiven a lot mm-hmm. i have forgiven a lot and do things do people do things to me that still make me mad absolutely of course um but i try to just say you know what i feel bad for that little boy that that happened to mm-hmm. i do not feel so bad about the adult who is that way who chooses chooses not to heal from it. Yeah. But that is their walk and their their decision to get healed or to stay the way that they want to stay. Stay hurting. So And I think it's it's okay to remove yourself from people like that. Oh absolutely. You know, from those situations. That's healthy. Yes. Boundaries. Yes, because otherwise you're getting and sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't di- cut people off. No. But you can set boundaries, and I think boundaries are so important um, for for your for your own peace of mind, your yes. own mental health, your your family's, your, peace. you know, your yeah, your peace. But, Shit. Yeah. Because otherwise, that- oh god, some people just drain you. Oh my god. Yes. And I hope I don't drain people. <laughs> I, I don't, Maybe I do. I don't know. I don't think but. you do. If anything, since I'm a little bit more communicative, <laughs> I feel like I'm the one that's draining. And so I feel like sometimes I just remove myself mm-hmm. <laughs> rather than have other people do their... I remove myself and I'll just kind of stay to myself about things and try to work them out on my own. 
Um, yeah. Sometimes it helps to, to vent and it helps to kind of let it go a little bit. And I think it's good like to self-reflect mm-hmm. um, and kind of like take that take that in and talk, you know, have, keep it, not keep it, I don't want to say keep it to yourself because... But maybe take a step back from everything for a minute. Take a step back, yes, and then kind of assess it mm-hmm. and then be like, okay, sh- should I really act on this? Is it really that serious? Is it really that bother? Is it bothering me that much, or am I just being reactive? Is that my trauma response right. of you know wanting to whatever? Yes. Yeah. You, you don't have to. So some of the things I've learned. So I, I okay. So I had um, situations I was in where I was, I felt very trapped because it was either a choice between. Um, staying in the relationship I was in. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put it out there. Or, you know, and keeping my family intact. Or, uh, or and if I was to stay in that environment, it would have been very um, hostile. Mm-hmm. I would have been very depressed. And resentful, and probably. Resent- I was very resentful. Mm-hmm. I was very resentful. I was very depressed. I felt... I did not feel good about myself for anything, even though I was in nursing school and finished and did really well in my class. Um, still felt not good enough because I was told those things. And after a while, you start to kind of believe it when you hear it all the time. Right. That you're only good for certain things. Um, I was having anxiety attacks um, all by myself, all alone, and I didn't tell anybody about them. Mm. And I don't know about you, like, my anxiety attacks were, like, the room would spin, my chest would spin, I felt like I couldn't breathe, and mm-hmm. I would kind of, like, cry, and, but, but, like, that, that breathing would, like, I'd hyperventilate so right. much. Shallow that, breaths, couldn't catch a deep I felt breath. like, yeah, I felt like my face was, like, going numb, like, it would, it would happen to me frequently. Mm-hmm. And and I just remember thinking this is not the way it's supposed right. to be, and and I took made the decision to stick it out until I was at least got my nursing license, mm-hmm. so I could have a place to um, a, a way to support myself and right, my kids, because I knew I did not want my kids growing up thinking that that was the way a relationship should be. Yeah, that that was normal. And I wish um, all the best for their dad. That I hope he heals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't have no control over. You have no control over what other people do. Right, like you, changing them. Oh, well, he'll change. Yeah. Oh, I can help them change. You won't, girl, you will never make a man yeah. change. Don't ever go into a relationship thinking Yeah. that. I went to church thinking. I remember a Bible study for women's I went to. I was really into church, and I mm-hmm. went to a Bible study. And I went into it thinking, oh, I'm going to show him about God and show him why he's wrong and show him this. And I learned the, quite the opposite there. Yeah. I learned you need to make changes for mm-hmm. yourself. You, t- you need to be the example. So, I mean, in my mind, I try to be that and I try to do that. It didn't work. You can't change somebody. Right. And if that person does change, <sighs> it's usually because those are those were decisions that they made absolutely um and work that they put in to change it wasn't really you know anything you did specifically to make them change you know what i mean it was a decision they had to decide they have to make that decision and they have to want to you know they have to understand 
And if they don't, then they're not gonna. Well, that's the thing is, it took me a minute to understand that. Mm-hmm. And then it took me that, realizing that, to realize that the only person I really had any control over was myself. Yep. So I made the decision to end the marriage and to move forward mm-hmm. and and try and heal from those things. And so I have learned a lot over the years. I learned what my um, trauma responses are. Now I could sit here and say that yeah, I probably shouldn't have done all that. But I did what yeah. I did. Yeah. And I forgive myself because right. I'm not going to sit here and, and dwell on my, my actions. No, of course. And you're not saying that like... <clears throat> Everything was all that person's fault. Nope. It, it was, like you said, you had trauma responses. You were triggered. You were re- reactive or whatever. But again, you have to forgive yourself, which I'm ha- I'm glad you did. Because you have to. You. you. deserve to be happy. He deserved to be happy. Your kids Absolutely. deserve to be happy. Absolutely. And they never will be if, if you know what I mean, if they don't see that example of, right. of taking care of yourself and doing doing you you right. know so I think that's really um and I forgive him yeah and I forgive a few other people in my life because they were only acting out of what they knew right so yeah um that's yeah that that, that has made the exactly, world of difference a yeah. world of difference now do I like all their actions? Absolutely not. But do I have better boundaries now? Absolutely, I do. Yeah. Um, but I was going to talk about, yeah, I like wanted to talk about the anxiety in my life was would cause anxiety attacks. Have you ever had one? Mm-hmm. They suck? Yes. They, they absolutely suck. So the first time I had... And obviously at that time, I didn't know what it was, but I was 10 years old. Oy. My parents, uh, my dad lived in California and we still lived in Texas. So he moved to California first to like get, he got a job over here and to like get set up, right? To get the house and get everything situated and all that stuff. And my mom was kind of going back and forth, like helping with that. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck my problem was. Honestly, like to this day, I don't know what triggered this in mm-hmm. me or what if what it was, but I did not want to go to school. I wanted to be at home with my mom oh. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I was so I just didn't want to go to school. Yeah. I was like homesick. Like if you were gonna feeling like you're homesick yes. and you just wanna be home and and I would get that, like, all the time. So, and my mom was getting fucking pissed off. You know, she's like, Leslie, you have to go to school. Like, and so she, one day she, you know, I was late. I was kicking and screaming, acting up. And so she walked me into school because I, it, it, the bell had already rung. She walked me in and was talking to the nurse because I was saying, oh, my stomach hurts or whatever, you know. Yeah. And then the nurse was like, well, no, Leslie, you're going to go to class now. And what did Leslie do? Leslie bolted. Leslie fucking ran. <laughs> ran out the down the hall. <laughs> she said, fuck you, bitch, watch me. Busted through the doors. <laughs> fucking started running down the, in the, in the grass, running towards home. <laughs> My mom was, Leslie, chasing me. The fucking nurse, the principal. Are you Everybody was chasing dude? me. Poor baby. And, oh, um, my God. That's hilarious. And then my mom was crying and like, what's wrong with you? 
like, I just want to go home. (laughs) Did you? No, they fucking made me stay in the principal's office the rest of the year because I was a flight risk. Anytime there was Man. recess or lunch break, I had to go to the, sit in the principal's office because they were scared <laughs> I was going to fucking run away and scale the fence. Dude, if I ever tried that shit, my mom would have fucking whooped my ass. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> my mom was, I know, I feel so bad. I, oh, I want to I mean, talk to my poor- mom and see if she remembers. <laughs> it was pretty traumatic. I'm sure imagine. she does. You poor baby. I don't, and I don't know why. I don't. Oh, I don't on, know think why. Think about it, dude. I the was, first thing you said was that your dad had gone. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Like I, and you said your mom was helping, so you were like, "Wolf, the fuck? Yeah, why'd you leave without me?" I was thinking, you know, that when, they were getting divorced. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I just, I didn't know how to I communicate. Mean, I know that, like, oh, yeah. I know my daughter wishes that I was still with her dad. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of come to accept that we're not getting back together. It's been like four years, you know. Yeah. And I know it's been hard for them. I knew, like, I had to weigh out that. Because um, everything we do, and I try to tell this to my son all the time. My dad would always tell us the same thing. Um, every decision you make affects everybody, especially when you're in a family union. Mm-hmm. So, they say union? You, unit. Units. Mm-hmm. So... Every decision you make, whether that's a good one or a bad one, affects every, it's like a ripple effect. It affects everybody around you. Right. <clears throat> oh my god. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all like the that guy from last week. Let me get off the side. <laughs> so everything we do affects everybody, right? So I knew whatever decision I made um with my marriage was going to affect them either way so like your dad making the decision to move to california which i'm really kind of glad he did well me too i can't imagine still living in texas but i know but but still but it was still a change Mm -hmm. and i think yes kids can adapt to change but they're just little people too you know and that's a you didn't know what was going on And you were like, well, what the heck? Like, my dad's been here for 10 years, and all of a sudden, he's not here all the time. Like, Right. In your little mind, you were trying to connect the dots, and then you had your mom, but you wanted to make sure that, you know, your mom wasn't just going to leave someday, too. You know, yeah. who knows? Who knows Poor what baby, the fuck though. I was thinking. What a weirdo. I was always kind of that way, though. Like, I never wanted to go to school. <laughs> well, my mom looked, took, took me when I was, like, five mm-hmm. and moved me to... Um, California with the San Diego when I lived in Tucson I remember the house in Tucson I remember being with my dad and then I just remember having a birthday in California Mm. and then I just remember like blitzing like little blips of memories Mm -hmm. I remember my dad coming to visit me at my nana's house because I my nana used to take care of me um and I remember going to he'd come he'd I'd go outside and he'd be on his motorcycle out there and I couldn't leave with him Oh, because, yeah. I was on the motorcycle, and I, I just wanted to go with him. And I just remember standing at the door crying and being drug, drug away from the door. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't go home till it was, like, dark outside. And I don't I didn't know why I couldn't go home. I didn't understand it when I'm, like, five, you know? Right. But, you know, come to find out, my mom had <laughs> left my dad oh. and took me with her. And... He came out to California following her. To so get, to get your ass back. <laughs> or to, yeah, he wanted to be around his yeah. family, you know? So. And then obviously I, they got back together. 
obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so three more little had, cousins were born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they adopted three more. So there's eight of us. Yeah, that's true. So wow. yeah, I mean they they got back together. <laughs> they sure um, did. But you know, like I didn't understand that. I just remember the just that really. I remember very vividly my dad getting on his bike and like crying because <laughs> he couldn't mm. take me with him. But yeah. I was crying too, you know. So. Yeah, well, yeah, because we don't, especially when when we're young, we don't understand. And then parents, especially like that generation of parents, they they're they're with that of the of the mentality. Like, they don't have to explain shit to us. Like, mm. I said, do this, do this. You don't ask why. Just um, do it. Like, I'm big, you're little. Like, yeah, Matilda. I'm the parent, you're the kid. Do what the fuck I say. That's kind of that generation's mentality. Because yes. um, I said so, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't necessarily agree with that kind of logic. I don't think it I've never, fares well. I don't like that. Um, I don't think I take that type of attitude <clears throat> as a mom. Do you? No. No. I mean, when they were little babies and you know what i mean they wanted to touch a hot stove well those of course you know reason but yeah like as they were as they're growing and as they're it's like i think it's totally reasonable to explain to your kids why you don't want them to do something or why you do want them to do something and to set expectations and to have those conversations with them um because the conversations that oh sorry yeah no no, finish what you're saying. Yeah, that, that, that's great. I don't let you finish your thought. <laughs> and then I lose it. No, I know. I interrupt it. Sorry. No, but yeah, I, I just, I, 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 I think communication all around is the best. Any tips, communicate. Whether it's relationships, whether it's with your kids, whether it's with your clients, with your boss at work. I'm you huge know, on communication. Talk. It's I think communication. So yeah, I mean, the one way to my heart is through my head. Yeah. If anybody's <laughs> not figured that part out yet, because that's the only way, really. Yeah. Um, I don't want to. I don't want a relationship where I can't communicate. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have an an honest relationship above anything else. Yeah. To be honest, I don't. Um, I don't know. I I try to be as communicative with my children as possible. Like I try to break it down for Nat, my daughter. Mm-hmm. But my son, I think I'm explaining. <laughs> I'm explaining a little bit more to him now that he's getting older. Mm-hmm. Like kind of my reasons for things. Like we had a big breakthrough the other night where he opened up to me about something, mm-hmm. and I appreciated it so much, and I listened to him. And then I was able to like talk to him about my reasons and apologize. And hopefully he forgives me someday for whatever happened mm-hmm. between us. But I just said I was sorry. I understand if he doesn't want to forgive me right now, but I hope he does. Um, I think validating their feelings is like number one. Like, right. Instead of being like, oh, well, you know, I was mad or, you know, you know why this is happening I, or. I did say I was mad. Well, no, no. Yes. I said, I'm sorry for the things I said yeah. when I was mad. Right. And and, and it, validating his feelings of why he was upset, like not just. Right. Tossing them aside or sweeping them under the rug or. He's a cancer like you too. I know. We're so. It's not a bad thing. No, no, no. I, I, I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> But I understand how much emotion is 
yeah. really felt with you guys. You feel it. <laughs> you feel. Where me, I'm more like, mm, I rationalize it. Yeah. I rationalize my feelings. If I feel funky, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a step back. Why? And I'm going to, why do I feel like this? Is it, and I'm going to sit here and think about it and I'm going to talk myself out of it. Right. <laughs> and I, I just hold it in oh, poor and, baby. and ball and, it up and be like, I can't tell anybody anything. And I can't, and just bolt out the breathe. school doors. Yeah. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> I guess well, it had bubbled up a little bit at that oh, point. Well, you know, you were more, probably just more in touch with it at that point. Yeah. Honestly. And then as the years went on, so obviously, like, that was kind of the tip of the iceberg. And yeah. then I don't know what happened. After. I, don't, I don't think much happened. Like, nobody really talked about it afterwards. Okay. Um, but as I got older, like, I started getting, um, it got better, my mm. anxiety, you know, because I started, when I say it got better, I suppressed it. Okay. Um, because I would like, um, distract myself with, like I was distracting myself with like boys with, I started, you know, smoking weed mm. and drinking. And so I think I kind of, uh, was self-medicating in, in that sense, like to kind of not even think about it. Um, well, kind of like what I did when I went, um, I left, I mean, I didn't do all that. No offense. No. But in a way, like you were channeling that anxiety in a different way of not dealing with like yeah. i don't know dealing with it in a certain way yes instead but not, not the correct way right yeah not in a healthy way not in a healthy way yeah but i was young again i was like <clears throat> in my early early teens and so yeah um but then it circled back and it hit me hard on my ass and i started getting very severe um anxiety attacks mm-hmm. and um kind of freaking out and so I kind of stepped back away from, that's why it's not good to smoke weed when you're a teenager because you're not mentally developed yet. And so yeah. the f- effects on you um, aren't always helpful. No, you know? the, the, I think they, um, what's the word? Arrest uh, your development. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they stop you at that level when you first start smoking weed mm-hmm. mentally and emotionally. You start smoking at like 14, 15, like I was, mm-hmm. you deal with shit like you're a 14, 15 year old. Right. And so that's why I kind that's of That's why you should probably stopped. stop. Mm-hmm. Because it was causing, it was um, enhancing my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Sketch. Sketching it. Fucking scared for no reason. Why am I scared? I'm scared because I'm scared. Why am I scared? Oh yeah. And then you're stuck in your head about it, which is crazy. And oh, yeah. that's why I stopped. Yeah. And not to say that I don't think weed has its benefits and i think i do think that it's good that um it's legal and people do but i don't think it's good for teenagers to smoke it because they're not same with alcohol there's a there's a limit i mean there's a legal age because you know nobody should be drinking when they're kids because it fucks you up yeah you know same with weed like i I don't think you should you're not done developing yeah you're you're it's like you don't know know, smart people are saying like not to do it so maybe we should listen yeah i don't know but you know what though i though (laughs) you know what though you know what (laughs) (laughs) you know what i said last week too i'm not as scared of one i'm not i said it's scared so paisa oh my god (laughs) mira eh it's okay (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe I fucking said that. I was like, ay, paisa, <laughs> Don't be joking. No, it just, it, it just came out. Were, it was the Michilada talking. The Michi, the Michi came out. Se <laughs> salió, <laughs> se salió mi, mi paisa. It brought it out. La Americana, you. I know. Oh my God. Anywho. Um, maybe we can carry it on to next week too, because we didn't really get into like adult therapy or yeah i think we should continue like this conversation mm-hmm. this conversation is not over i don't you know um i know we totally did not get into even we just tip of the iceberg basically yeah for sure there um there's something i will say before we decide you know Wrap end up. this one mm-hmm. is my dad taught me a prayer when i was younger that is stuck with me and even now especially when i start to feel that anxiety and the attacks start to kind of come on because they still happen to me yeah. mm-hmm. um there's that serenity's prayer that the the people in the 12 step the oh the, yeah the 12 step program and double it's, a, is um, it double a triple triple a no, let's say insurance <laughs> It's AA. Okay, yeah, yeah. double A. Yeah, 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 but they don't go around saying, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to my double A meeting. Cabrones <laughs> were like fucking drinking beer talking about double A. Okay. Yeah, but um, the, the serenity prayer, yes. Say I'm going to say it, but I'm going to, I don't want to Google it because I don't want to fuck it up. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And if you really think about, you can apply that to yourself every fucking day. Mm-hmm. Because whether you're asking God or the universe or a higher power or yourself, whatever you believe in, um, you know, there's going to be things that come into play in your yeah. life that are going to be out of your control that you cannot change. So you have to be able to roll with the punches and accept that understand that there's things that you can change and if those are the things you can change then you should go and do that Mm -hmm. but that's work and i know it's scary but it's worth it right and then you want to be smart enough to know the difference obviously yeah that's one of my favorite um prayers favorite i mean it's word they're words of wisdom like across the board regardless of if you're religious or not religious um those are words to live by Mm, you know so that's definitely that's I like that one a lot, and it does help me too. Words to live by. Mm-hmm. Cool beans. Yep. So we're gonna continue this conversation next week yes. too. Yes. There's a lot more in the world of anxiety with Leslie and Jen. Let me tell you. Because <laughs> believe us, we <laughs> fucking know about anxiety. So thank you for listening, and hopefully this, um, hopefully got a good kick out of some of it, and yeah. you know what I mean. Take it for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening again. Um, We appreciate every single listener we have. New and old. All of you, we love you. Thank you so much. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and check us out every Wednesday um, sometime during the day. Um, So we're on Amazon Music, we're on Spotify, and we're on, um, what is it, iTunes. iTunes. Yep. 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 All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye.